Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere. Thank you for joining me here today. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite way to listen so that you don't miss a single episode as you are biblically inspired to boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Today is week six, day one, inspired by Exodus 16 through 18, Ephesians 4, with our opening Bible verse coming from Exodus 18, 18, you will surely wear away both you and this people that is with you, for the thing is too heavy for you. You are not able to perform it yourself alone. Today's Reflection For faster results, slow down. When I ask my clients about their lifestyles, I hear things that affect their health and overall fitness level that are slowing them down, even though these things are not the reason they sought me out in the first place. They just want to know advice on how to eat healthy and exercise. Yet inevitably, we go beyond that into life coaching. We both come to realize that there are other things in their lives they may need to change first or at least change in tandem. Your health is not just about what you eat and whether or not you exercise, although these are crucial to maintaining good health. Your health is an amalgamation of several factors. Today, we are going to talk about your workload. Listen carefully to where you could benefit from the not-so-obvious lessons that apply from over 3,000 years ago that are significantly affecting your health and weight management today. Here are three tips. Tip number one, delegate. Even Moses, the one who spoke with God face-to-face, was warned by his father-in-law, Jethro, you will wear yourself out and the people waiting for your help if you don't delegate. Although Moses led the people out of the land of Egypt, being instructed by the Lord to confront Pharaoh with 10 plagues and then led them through the parting of the Red Sea, even he needed to delegate. First, God sent him Aaron to speak for him. Second, just as they had gotten out of slavery, they had a war to fight. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim, Exodus 17.8. Moses figured out that whenever he raised his hands, Joshua would prevail in the battle against Amalek. Because Moses was human, like the rest of us, eventually his hands got tired. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and her held up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side, His hands were steady until sunset. Because of this, Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword, Exodus 17, 12-13. Moses couldn't have done this without Aaron and her holding up his hands, let alone Joshua leading the people, not to mention the help of the people. Third is when Jethro in Exodus 18, after thanking God for all he had done, told Moses to find good men and teach them the statutes and laws of God so that they could judge the people on every small matter, freeing up Moses to only have to judge the great matters. This made it much easier on Moses since now he only had to deal with the problems that the judges could not. And it also made it much easier on the people since there was less of a backlog when it came to their case being heard. You may not be leading a nation, but we all need to delegate. Sometimes as a mom, the buck stops here, but we can still find ways to delegate if we are creative. I recently had this happen 
happened on a minor scale that affected three lives in a major way. As a busy soccer mom that works like many, I have an aging parent. At the time, my mother lived just far enough that it wasn't easy to get a weekly visit in, but just close enough that if I tried really hard, I could make it happen. So I tried really hard, and this made my life miserable for at least two days a week until I could move her closer. Until that could happen, a friend suggested that I hire someone to bring my mom to my house once a week. At that point, I could either make dinner for her or take her out. This seemed like a huge extravagance to me to have someone else drive my mom. But then I realized I'd spend money on so many other things that are worthless and did not make my life easier. So I decided to contract a friend who was a retired preschool teacher and hired her to do this since she lived by my mother and also had a choir practice somewhat close to my house one night a week. This enabled the retired teacher to make a little extra money, made my mom feel special since someone was picking her up, and gave me back two days a week since I then didn't have to have an additional day of catch-up after driving the other. Not everyone can afford extra help, but the point is to look at your current spending to see if it is helping you in an area where there may be a greater payoff in another area for your health than you realize. In my case, I would have done it and missed out on two nights of getting to bed on time, so it was worth it, allowing me also to get up the next morning to work out before the day got too crazy. You can see how this positively affected my health in two areas, while it also turned out to be a win-win for my mother and the retired preschool teacher. Get the idea? If you can't afford it, you can always see whether or not you can trade services. Tip number two, get some rest. It happened on the seventh day that some of the people went out to gather and they found none. Exodus 16:27. It's so tempting to work seven days a week, yet from the beginning, God taught us to take a break. He was so serious about this that he put out manna for six days, but left none out on the seventh. So even if you ignored him and wanted to get a head start on the week, guess what? You came up empty. Even though God created the world in six days, we feel like we can't use that same example in our lives, right? Just recently, I was listening to an interview on a fantastic Christian parenting podcast called Pardon the Mess, which I highly recommend. The guest on this particular show had been referred to by Forbes as the biblical billionaire. Among other amazing things this family slash corporation has done to honor God by standing up to government pressure in a right-to-life battle that almost cost them everything, they also closed all of their retail store doors on Sundays. Ever heard of David Green? How about Hobby Lobby? Yeah, that's them. They did this to honor God and also to support healthy families, which is another critical aspect to your health. What about exercise on Sundays? I tell my clients to make Sunday an active rest day. This means keep moving, but in a relaxing manner for a family bike ride or enjoying a morning stroll before church. The idea behind recreation is to recreate. Active rest also helps keep injuries at bay. The fastest way to get sidelined is to go hard every day. So slow down. When you start off the work week exhausted, you are less efficient, less apt to make healthy choices, and less apt to exercise during the week. You have to work a little bit harder on Saturday to take a break on Sunday. Do it. The Israelites had to collect two days worth of manna so they could take their Sabbath off. The day before the Sabbath was the only day they got extra manna. Any other day, it would rot and be full of worms. Gross. Tip number three, be patient. Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. Exodus 16, 8. Ouch. This is one of the most painful statements to me in the Bible. It basically means that when I complain, I'm not complaining about whatever it is I think I'm complaining about. I'm actually complaining 
against God. It's like saying, Lord, you are not doing this fast enough. Your timing is off. Your answer is wrong. You don't know what you're doing. Guess what? Of the two of us, God is most likely not the one in error. You or I may not be causing the delay, but either way, I can guarantee you that God is not in error. Even if you work seven days a week without help, rising early, staying up late, take it from someone who has been there and done that and has the therapy bills, both mental and physical, to prove it, you cannot make things happen faster than what God intends. Besides being good for your health, Learning patience is part of our maturation or sanctification process. In Ephesians 4, Paul is basically asking us to grow up. I, therefore, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to walk worthily of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and humility, with patience, bearing with one another in love, being eager to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. Today's reflection. For faster results, slow down. Today's action, pray. If you need help, ask the Lord to help you either ask for help or delegate. Whether you need to trade services or spend less money on something frivolous, make time to eat healthy, sleep, and exercise. Number two, move. Exercise up to six days a week, but make sure you have at least one day of active rest. This also applies to your work. Give yourself the day off. Number three, act. Pray for patience. Complaining doesn't make things happen any faster than what God intends. Learning patience is actually part of what God intends. Today's Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, was inspired by Exodus 16-18 through and Ephesians 4. For your Christian-based daily dose of health and wellness encouragement, please subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Are you searching for a Christian-based weight management program that actually works? Check out Season 1, Episodes 1 through 10, and Season 2, Episodes 13 through 63 of this podcast. For the print and Kindle versions, check out the book, Faith vs. Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, an action guide, Faith vs. Weight, Daily Strength to Shine. You have been listening to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Inspiration for today's podcast came from the five-day Bible plan, bibleclassmaterial.com, covering the entire Bible in one year. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program 